0: Evening, folks, welcome to episode 10. We've actually reached episode 10, can you believe it? I cannot,
1: it's some achievement,
0: I have to say. And this is two minutes for chatting, and we've got a bumper edition of (laughs) fixtures to cover, and the playoff race is heating up, so join us for all the action and fun.
1: Yep, we'll also touch a wee bit on the football from last week and some strange upcoming international fixtures for this week. Two countries that nobody's ever heard the name of, <laughs> even Kevin Bell. Guaranteed, he probably will. He probably
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> heard the names. None no, of us have them.
0: Um, so I guess that's just starting with with the clan. It was a good, much needed four point weekend um, in the league, and it keeps us just in touch in that eighth place.
1: Yeah, I don't think like neither of us were at the game, so uh, all we've got to go on is the highlights and what people were saying on Twitter, so uh, we'll do our best. There were
0: one or two angry bullies on about uh, both on social media and on the ice, so maybe touch a bit on that. <laughs> um But uh, no starting starting with the clan games. Uh, the, the first match was against Milton Keynes at Brayhead Arena and it was a close one, to be honest. It finished 4-3 to Klan, but I believe that um, Milton Keynes took the lead. Yeah, I think they took the lead in the first, first period. Just getting the, just getting the game sheet up because we're so organised. Incidentally, just, this probably sounds a bit stranger because we're both recording in the same room. So you have to excuse any this being as shy as the as the rest of them, probably worse actually. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a bit strange though sitting in the same room like <laughs> looking at each other. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really, it's quite antisocial. So <laughs> um, no, so the first goal was uh, scored by Danny Kearney, I think, and you highlighted him as one of Milton Keane's um, top
1: players this year. Yeah, definitely one of the one of the danger men for. From Milton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Milton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Milton I forgot about that. Um is I think he started saying Milton Keynes. So it's not it's not quite as funny, but we should still call him Milton. I forgot that
1: that's what it's supposed to be called. It. So obviously listen listen to us then. They got off to a good start. I think by all accounts it was a fairly even game and um overall. I think uh, Clan Clann did well to, to come back from a from a goal down, not once, but on two occasions. I think had had this game happened earlier on in the season, we probably would have lost it. Yeah. Uh, Milton
0: obviously had nothing really to play for. Um, but I guess professional pride kicks in and you, you turn up and, and play a decent game. Um, probably Brayhead would have preferred something a bit more comfortable, but that's never really going to happen, as is also the case on the Sunday. Yeah. Um, but Clan's goal scorers on the night were some of the men that have been previously criticised on this audio feed <laughs> uh, over the weekend, actually. So it's good to see those guys scoring, uh, particular Peacock with the winner. But Mister um, Gutwald again getting the opening goal for Clan, and he's just been excellent
1: this year. He's yeah, just it's been sensational since he's come in, uh, definitely driving the team on, and obviously. God, well, he was fine. He was fine as well on Saturday, so uh, so obviously I lifted the team. I think uh, they need, probably needed that with being a couple of bodies down as well. I think Mackenzie and Sescon were missing
0: Yeah, well, Mackenzie maybe you wouldn't say is as crucial a <clears throat> a, a miss as as others, but uh, no, he does play a role. Looking at the the shot count, there we uh, we only faced. 27 shots in total. And yeah. still, that's half of Ryan Nye's uh, match allowance right there. And he's, and he's conceding three, but there it, it wasn't two of the goals, certainly Doucette's goals. He couldn't really do anything about it as far as I remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember
1: the first one. Uh, was it the first one? they snuck in. I think the, the puck had bounced off the board or something, maybe. And set was... Uh, I think Set uh, maybe got it behind the net and just kind of took it around to the front and then, then now he's near post but I think now he's coming across at the time I'm not sure
0: If you're putting money on anything it's Set scoring against the clan and he's done it twice Same way that Valorand always scores yeah. against the clan as well yeah. He'll, Valorand will probably score against us this weekend even though we're not even playing <laughs>
1: Coventry and he's been injured I think uh, They'll knock us out I think, to be fair, Melbourne having... 20.
2: <laughs>
1: Keane's having 27 shots on goal is probably partly down to the fact that they were always on the pericule. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> looking at that, I was going to say you've got uh, four abusive
0: official calls. Um, number 20, That's that's seems to be Mika Weakman who will probably come up in this discussion very shortly, but you've got about what 10 other minor penalties there yeah. and we only managed to score one power
1: play goal and I think that was the game winner yeah uh, you're right it was the last so I think we'd it was eight power plays or something like that we had I think so eventually got one in the end but it's just been story of the year really just in terms of in terms of the power play it's been non existent and I think it's obviously we spoke about this before but it's been the same in previous seasons as well with Ryan Finney. don't really know where it is how do how do we improve that? It's the same as uh, not being able to win in overtime.
0: Something <laughs> something in the ice. <clears throat> something in the water.
2: It's when the
0: DJ's plays, fault. The DJ. It's the DJ's fault. Uh, it's the crowd's fault. It's too loud. It should be like <laughs> it should be like the rugby. Where everyone goes silent for the power play. Yeah. So that uh, the players can hear each other. Um no, so it was a, a winning goal from Peacock and that was kinda quite a big moment for him given that he was excluded from the GB squad by the man whose team
1: he scored against, Pete Russell. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on there, but <clears throat> obviously there's been previous with Pete Russell and not calling up clan players, for example, Ben diaz when he was probably at peak form. Still didn't get a call-up. At peak form? At peak form. Probably st- like, he still didn't get a call-up. So, um, no, nah, I don't know. It's a bit of a strange one for me. There must be something to do with
0: the fact that he's from Glasgow, and he doesn't want to be seen as picking Glaswegian players, even though that doesn't make any sense. But he's always had a record for doing that. Um, saying that he has, he has picked an ex-Clan player, who will come on to, uh, briefly, uh, in a moment. Yeah. Um. On the onto the Sunday, it was. Ah, I'm sure I probably predicted. A win and it was, but again, a kinda tight one for the first wee while until we managed to pull away. Six one adventure clan in,
1: in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Edinburgh, yeah. Yeah. Um, try to scrap the game by all accounts for the first couple of periods. Uh, <clears throat> again, you're never really sure, like clan playing Edinburgh. It should like given obviously all the all the recent games Edinburgh have played. Should be a walkover, but didn't really turn
0: out that way until until the third period. Yep, two two now after after the first period, um, and it was Matt man Peacock again, and then uh, Jacob Doty with the second, and then just to make make it a wee bit squeaky bum time, Edinburgh scored, uh, and it was do set. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that was Valorant. <coughs> No, it wasn't them either. It was um Podsons, I think, who scored to make it two one. And that then was, uh, that was a
1: power play goal as well, actually,
0: just looking at it. Yeah. So not only can we not score in the power play, we concede on the penalty kill to the worst team probably ever in history. Elite league history. That's to be checked. TBC yeah, that's could be. Must be an could be the case, yeah. Um but no, so that was that was a bit of a dodgy one. And then uh Thankfully, the man who, who doesn't really score many goals, I believe it was and popped up with the third just to make it ease the nerves a wee bit um, going into the, the third period. Yeah. And imagine that if we hadn't get in because we didn't beat Edinburgh, I think that's a, <laughs> that's a sackable offence for mm-hmm. trip. Yeah. I
2: think
1: his job's still on the line, though, for, for this weekend coming I don't think yeah. uh I if we if we don't make the playoffs I think he's away because that's basically the standard goal each year is to make the playoffs. So there
0: was a there was a Facebook live video. Right. Uh run by the Evening Times
2: hmm.
0: with Schofield and Tripp And she she asked him, <clears throat> Will you be here next year? And he said I'm under contract. So as far as he knew, they will. Um uh, we'll see. But then we'll see. I think yeah, I think if they don't get in the playoffs, it's it'd be hard, hard for him to keep keep his job, but yeah, uh, you never know. Schofield had a, a a sort of wrist brace thing on, so obviously it was a wrister, A wrist in, a rister, yeah, as Jerry would say. A wrist injury, keeping him out. Um I don't know why he didn't just play, why did he not just play with a broken wrist or whatever? Extra man, <laughs> just play with your feet. Barry McKenzie plays most most <laughs> games without a stick. Uh, just sort of skate about. Um, no, so that uh, in the end left Clan sitting. Obviously, they couldn't be caught with the four points there that weekend, so they still occupy the eighth place. Um, Coventry, the other team of interest, also won both their games, which was arguably. A tougher pair of fixtures than we had um, so that's them only one point behind us
1: uh, the rest of the game sorry sorry uh, I was just going to say I think Coventry have done well to beat Dundee twice in as many weeks uh, given the fact obviously they were both sort of pushing for, for the last playoff uh, place as well so uh, they're definitely hitting for them as well um, and obviously we'll come on to their their fixtures in a wee bit but seem to be
0: playing well. The have had a real shocker, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and I believe mathematically they're not out of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, as you say, Coventry, we've kind of done as much as we could and they've, they've matched it at the moment. So, fair play to them. Uh, but the week, the week of fixtures started on the 13th and it started with a, must be nearly a, a scoring record there nothing beating my 12-1 yeah <laughs> let
1: me check that actually I don't know
0: what the what the record is for the highest win no it was about 15-0 after 4 minutes so <laughs> I think you, you'd always see
1: it was coming but I think I remember checking it halfway through like, and yeah, you think know, you're right it was about 11 or something <laughs> <laughs> uh, 6 goals in the first period Podsons uh, again Big poddy on. <laughs> Big podza, Pull on back for the caps But then Just Crumbled again
0: Yeah We crumbled against Nottingham But didn't crumble against us as much No Couldn't really It was difficult No um, well, Having
1: said that They get more shots away Than they did against us Yeah 22 against What was it 18 or something Yeah So their the uh, Goal their conceding
0: Exploits continue there Really and uh, they were returned, kind of... In fact, it, it wasn't normality against us because only conceding six is, is a pretty decent effort for them. Yeah. Um,
1: it's probably the lowest, the lowest number they've conceded in good <laughs> while. Uh, I don't know, we're laughing, but it's... Nah, no, but
0: when Klan so. are conceding 12 goals a game, then I won't know they be laughing. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but yeah, the the other big big story of the weekend is that Cardiff played some games. No, that <laughs> Cardiff. <laughs> Cardiff won the league as we thought, yeah. as everyone thought they were going to. But they finally clinched it and uh, they deserved it as well. Yeah,
1: a couple of difficult midweek games. Yeah. Sheffield and then away Belfast. Yeah. Yeah. Managed to get four points there, so now thoroughly deserved um, over the piece.
0: <laughs> Over a piece in jam. <laughs> um, the, the kind of high goal scoring continued a wee bit there in Fife, where they conceded eight to Belfast. Yeah. And we had said that they were on a bit of a slide, but that's still a shocker, really mm-hmm. conceding eight goals at home to to anyone. That's that's not really ideal. Although they did they did pick up this weekend, but just shows you how far they've
1: dipped really from the start of the season yeah no definitely I think Belfast Belfast, came out flying in the first period if you'll excuse the shite no they came out flying with four goals and one of them short handed as well so uh, short handed goals are one of the worst feelings (laughs) (laughs) yeah about we ever end? Yeah, definitely. Have we ever have we ever conceded a five on three? I don't know. That's another good stat to look at
0: actually. Yeah. Has anybody ever conceded a five on three this year, or when was the last time we conceded a couple to Liam sure I don't think there were five on threes. If we concede five on threes, the coach should be sacked instantly. <laughs> um, no, I don't think we've. I don't think we've ever conceded a five on three, but it might be wrong. Um, I don't remember. Not to say that it
1: hasn't
0: happened. Milton Keynes, Milton, sorry, Milton, they went to Guildford in a all EPL 2016 17 clash and Guildford uh, won that five,
1: 5 4 in a shootout. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with Guildford recently, their form's kind of slumped a wee bit. Um, obviously, just looking at the box score, they've got uh, I mean, substantially, Backscore. substantially more shots away than than Milton, but um, we put them away, so it counts. Yeah, uh, um, to set a hat trick as well. He starts scoring. He knew
0: he knew the clan games coming up, so he thought, right, might as well start firing now. Uh, yeah. four points for this uh Another goal then a as well. I think every year teams must offer to set a contract every team basically in the league I think yeah he's, he's, not, and he's not he's right. probably not the best he's not the best player in the league you wouldn't say but you get, he's guaranteeing you uh, a certain number of goals in this league every single year yeah uh, so he's
1: just he's been in the league for a while as well
2: he's
1: just yeah, yeah. So, seems to be improving year on year just a quick look at his, his goal scoring um, the first year
0: for Hull he scored uh, 43 goals in 53 game, 52 games uh, 16 and 23 for Nottingham 24 and 52 and 1948 so Cardiff maybe not as prolific still still well over a point a game though in right. terms of this. And Then back up to 27
1: this year but I think you see that more with the Cardiff players <laughs> don't you? the scoring seems to be shared throughout through their forwards, really. Like think uh other than maybe you'd argue Joey Martin, uh, <coughs> would be their sort of main goal scorer, but I think the scoring's shared throughout. Yeah, they're always well-balanced in that way. Mm-hmm. Whereas Klan
0: kind of seem to rely on one or two as far as I can remember in past years. Um, maybe not quite so much this year, but that's because we've not really scored as many as you'd want. <laughs> um, but you yeah, know, the, second lowest goals total. I know. Yeah, well, that says it all really. But I mean, it springs to mind obviously. Ham and Becca Levitt last yeah. year. Um, in fact, the the best the 2014 15, where we finished second. I bet
1: that was probably the most spread out the, the goals have ever been. Yeah, probably. She had well Maya. Right, I scored a fair few that year. Yeah. remember. Keith Pitt, Salters. Salters, yeah. Trim. Trimmer.
0: Uh, they, they all scored a fair few that year, I think. Yeah. Was that was the that year Davis was here as well? Yep. He, there he, here? Yeah, he got probably a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just that balance that I think Cardiff have got, and that's why they're so successful, and they've hardly changed many players, really, either. Oh, we've nice. we've rebuilt, we rebuilt everyone, and they've added... One or two from a successful team, and it shows you what that continuity does. Although, I, I don't know if you'd put the 2014 15 team in the league just now, how well they do, but I mm-hmm. bet better than this year.
1: Yeah, I would say so.
0: Fits and rank and all that, but uh, it's
1: obviously difficult to tell. When the league has improving year on year, but uh, just thinking back, it's just. Didn't realise what how, how good that team was until the players started leaving. So Yeah. It is what it is, unfortunately, but uh, hopefully recruitment will be better next year.
0: By whoever it is that does it. Yeah. Um yeah, so we said that Cardiff went went to Belfast and won, which was on Friday night, I think, sixteenth. Yeah. Uh, and that that was where they mathematically clinched it, I think. Um, Saturday night we had obviously a clan game but potentially a, a bit of a surprise load. did you predict Guilford to beat Manchester on the Saturday night you maybe did I, predict, yeah. Yeah, I predicted Manchester to win that, <laughs> obviously um, but on a weekend where Manchester wrapped up their, their conference so that's uh, something to show for What's been a brilliant season for them looks like they'll probably finish second, I think. In fact, yeah, just about mathematically, mm-hmm. but uh, no, it's looking like they'll finish second, so
1: just shows you uh, what Pitt, Beck, and Hammond can do in any, <laughs> team. <laughs> in any yeah. team. It's not even just them, though, it's like, obviously we spoke about it last week when you've got players like Dane Byers chipping in the goals every so often as well so uh, no it's just uh, it's just a, another sort of well-rounded offence yep and a pretty solid
0: defence or so it seemed but um, Clemente's been good again this year he certainly was good last week against us I remember yeah. uh, but they've arguably they've got the, the help of of that conference they've been in where you've had a Coventry team who've not really been great at the start of the year and uh, Milton as well who've been poor yeah. so uh, you've got that advantage but then you could say for us that we've had Edinburgh Dundee and only really Fife have, have been challenging at all really so you can't say that that conference thing has given them much of an advantage
1: over what we've really done Yeah Still, I, don't, I still don't know about the, about the conference system it's maybe a matter for another another podcast don't really want to get into it now save that for the summer save that for the summer um, See that
0: for a fortnight's time yeah um, so Coventry against Dundee that was the big one that concerned us and uh, that weekend Dundee basically collapsed and are now completely out of it they lost 7-3 to Coventry on Saturday night right. although I think they did come out of the first period level Maybe even the sec uh second, no, it was the first. I'm sure they come out the first period one each.
2: Yeah.
0: And then you're thinking that could go either yeah. way, but a huge, uh huge second for Coventry. Actually not Dundee looking at that took the lead. Yeah. So you're you're two one up.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh in the second period and then concede four relatively quick ones mm. and that. I think that potentially took the wind out of themselves and you saw on Sunday they got hammered by five convincingly um, and so they've gone from what looked quite promising and potentially challenging to out of it over the course of those games really they needed something
1: and they got they got hee-haw
2: yeah
1: um, I don't know I, I felt felt like Dundee were were punching above their weight but anyway um, just in terms of all the, the problems they had at the start of the season Uh with Pasha coming in coming up fairly late on and having to try and scramble to get a team together. Um, but he's, uh, he's done well with, with the team he's got and uh, it's just unfortunate that they've stumbled at this stage and now that's him out of out the playoff picture. But uh, they've done well overall to, to make that challenge in the first place. It means that
0: people have to do less calculation to work out permutations for who can actually get in yeah. as well. Gives Craig Anderson a break.
1: <laughs> what was it he said? uh it was a, he did an interview with Tripp. again. Tripp said something. Oh, something like, yeah, oh, yes, Craig or, oh no, you're absolutely right, Craig. Something like that. No, it was something like he just said so. Oh no, it was. I think because Craig Craig Anderson had asked him a similar question beforehand. He <laughs> just said, "Yeah, well, I mean, like I say." We've, We've only got two games left or something. We just it was just more the look on his face than what he was actually saying. I think he hates he's contacted by Craig Anderson to do anything.
0: Yeah. probably gonna block his number soon. <laughs> uh, but but there it is. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we've got another couple of games to cover. Um Fife kind of turned it right around, surprisingly. Going to Belfast and winning five two, I think maybe the the closeness of the game on Friday with Cardiff mm. it kind of seemed like Fife had put every, uh, Belfast had put everything into that and then sort of rolled over mm. a wee bit. Adam Keith didn't seem too happy in the post game for that. Um, I thought I think probably we both thought that Belfast would win that one quite easily, but yeah. then an under strength Fife also bear in mind that they've got. Yeah, their backup goalie in as well. Iels hasn't been playing. I don't know if that's precautionary. I think probably is, given that they're not mm. really, you know, the, the games. This they're only fighting for position rather than playoffs. I think you might see Iels come back in, yeah, uh, when they when they get in those playoffs. But for now, it's Jordan Mar that's been playing, and he's he's actually done really well this this weekend. That's uh,
1: yeah. two wins. Yeah, definitely. By all accounts, facing 43 shots, um, yeah, it's not easy, especially if you're a backup. So, yeah, I think it's done really well there. Um, just talking about short-handed goals, there was two in that game, one for each team. I think the Mosey one is probably, it's probably a breakaway, isn't it? Yeah. Unassisted. Uh, but yeah, again, Fyfer kind of, the team with their, their scoring is kind of shared Around four or five, four or five of their forwards, and they get a lot of goals.
0: And they don't. They still no blood off in the lineup as well. I think so. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. The yeah looks right. of it. Yeah. So. I
1: know, he, yes, he was
0: for it. Right, but I mean, at the start of the year, he picked up a lot of the point scoring. Yeah. Certainly against Clan, he was like the fifth Valorant. Mm. Uh, but I've not really noticed him getting much in terms of points recently so again it just shows that they've managed to share the share the goals around. Um, but no so, so Belfast actually kinda dropping off again from where they were. That's two defeats on the weekend, going to the
1: playoffs, that's not the form you want really? No. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's just obviously they, they beat Fife during the week last week, but um obviously the their exploits in the Challenge Cup. I wonder if that's just if that's taking its toll a wee bit maybe
2: taking a wee bit longer to recover from
1: that yeah well it's Belfast
0: are one of those teams I think you probably wouldn't really mind playing in the playoffs sometimes they they can be very very good but quite often you seem to be caught on a an off day Fife yes Belfast especially at home obviously Fife have gone there and won we won a couple of weeks ago You've got Edinburgh, I remember, went there to win. (laughs) So, (laughs) for whatever reason, they're never that formidable at home as the likes of Manchester Mm are. Part of that's maybe down to
1: the fact they take take out a lot of penalty minutes. Um, I think over the season, they're, they're up there probably the top in terms of penalty minutes. So, teams that have a decent power play will be able to Take
0: advantage of it. Yeah, so not as, <laughs> <laughs> but you
1: never know. Yeah,
0: um, another game from Saturday. Uh, Nottingham going to Sheffield and winning. I definitely predicted a home win there. So yeah, it's definitely. another yeah. another embarrassing one for me. Um, but we know we won't really be facing Nottingham. Although we do do play them on Friday, so it'll be interesting to see how we match up against them. But a great win going to, into Sheffield at any
1: time, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think nothing were 3-0 up as well, so uh, <coughs> managed to hold on in the end. Sheffield scored two in the third period, so a bit of a comeback there, so maybe a wee bit nervous towards the end, but they managed to hold out. Dundee's...
0: <coughs> Dundee's um, stars playoff elimination weekend was completed on the Sunday yeah, where f- went in and comfortably won 6-2 I think it was almost as if Dundee had given up then already uh, even though a point the whole weekend would have mathematically just about kept them in it but they sort of rolled over both games, that's 13 goals conceded in two two games there and um, I know that they lost uh, is it Stadel after the first period on Sunday but um, I think Fife were probably there for the taking especially given how much Sunday had to play for
2: yeah
1: again there's <coughs> a whole host of penalty minutes in that game Liam Ellis, but a match penalty for Sleuth not too many of them
0: he seems like, a, seems like quite a nice guy as well
2: <sighs> yeah
0: Cody Carlson went nuts at one point from the highlights I think did he get yeah and then I I think that Dundee are better without Lawrence it seems the results they've had without Chris Lawrence recently I seem to remember them being better than with him in there Yeah, I don't know if that's the way that he makes the way that he plays or the way that everyone else kind of changes their game to accommodate him but yeah since he's uh, been back in, they, they picked up a bit, obviously, when he came back. But I remember recently, sure, they were behind and then he got chucked out and they, they came back to go ahead. And I don't know. It's just a, it's a funny... It doesn't really suit Dundee, I don't think, as a player. Although he's in there mm-hmm. on the education package or whatever it is they call it. Education train.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I, I, I can agree with you. I think most... Most weeks I look at when I look at this and I see the penalties. like Chris Lawrence is always there. He's at in there. Um, that yeah. one in the face of the Hamillian
0: where they just ignored the puck and it's straight over the top. Uh, he seems like yeah. a bit of a nutter, but um,
2: yeah.
0: So. I don't know. Coach really has been able to get the best out of him. I don't think. Yeah. Really, I mean, he was at Nottingham and then he's been at Sheffield. Coventry as well, actually, was there at the start of the season a couple of years ago. And uh, nobody's really got the the best out of what's obviously a, a good player on his day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Don't to that. <laughs> that's because we'll he's, he's an arsehole. We don't <laughs> want to add anything to that. Um, Coventry, big game in Guildford, and my men couldn't even do the job. Chomper is there. 3-1 to the visiting the visiting Blaze, And uh, as you said, Guildford kind of falling off the cliff a wee bit, but uh, commentary keeping the pressure on us. Big goals from uh, Ferrara, Petrus, and Coeur Shane after no scoring in the
1: first period.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Again, speaking of short-handed goals because Guildford know, along. That's too late by that point not because Coventry taking control of the game I think by that point uh, I think Guilford came back into it in the third but <laughs> again, it's probably too little too late by that point um, it makes you worry a wee bit because one of the teams
0: that uh, Coventry have got left to play is Guildford. yeah, and uh, at home there next weekend so uh, that's potentially not going to go well from our point of view but you never know if we slip a a wee bonus in the pockets of the Guildford players, then might get something. But Coventry like, put themselves in the position to be favourites to win that one. Anybody that yeah Uh Coventry
1: we're, sure were short benched as well a we? Um, well, having said that, I think Chris Carozzi isn't for or Gofford, so uh, that may be. That's maybe had something to do with recently. Um, given the results, but um, certainly not what you want coming up to playoffs. No, absolutely. Um, the the
0: other result from Sunday was a hungover Cardiff <laughs> welcoming Sheffield, and uh, I think I've got a feeling, kind of constant feeling, we thought Sheffield might win there. If I think we yeah. did, we not say if Cardiff had win the league by that point. Sheffield to probably win. Yeah, I think we did. And uh, credit mm-hmm. to us. In a way, I'm kind of surprised it was that close.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. you would forgive Cardiff for probably being out on Saturday night and didn't have a much left to play play for it up till the playoffs. So I'm surprised they kept it that close. But then Sheffield aren't really up to much either. But looking at that, you've... You've got the usual usual suspects for Cardiff, goes from uh, Matt Pope, who has done well for them this year, one of the new guys actually. He's been there for years, man. He's been there for years, yeah. I heard that once at the arena, but I think (laughs) the guy was getting mixed up with, is it Brett Brett or Brent Pope that used to play for them? That's
2: that
1: Jeff Ulmer playing for (laughs)
0: them, Matt? He's he's pretty good. Mind Mind we let him go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah Ulmer Lane um, and then Farina who's done well for them definitely um, two from Andreas Valdix but uh, no that was kind of predictable I think so nothing really more to to say on that one but Cardiff are probably skating around with bottles of beer in their pockets <laughs> during that one um, no so um I think all in all, it leaves the table kind of quite close for both the the last playoff spot, but also uh, every other position really down from from five down to Nottingham um, going into this weekend's games. So still still planning to play for for teams already. Of yep. Uh Nottingham are the only team who've well, they've got the most games left to play and uh, Guildford's recent slump has brought those two really close so Nottingham potentially can can even leapfrog Belfast there if they if the results go their way. There's potentially some other permutations that mean that, that couldn't happen, but just looking at potential points totals. Uh they could got there. So for clan, the way it looks is that we're sitting on fifty four points from fifty four games. Coventry one behind on fifty three, and uh, that means that we, well, given that we've got three more regulation wins, we're guaranteed eighth with three points. Is that right? Yeah, that's
2: right. So
1: um, depends. Coventry drop any points then. I think we only need one win to the end the playoffs. Um, but the way the, the way the fixtures are this weekend, yeah, coming up, it's going to be until Saturday before we
0: find out for sure,
1: probably. Yep. So uh, Coventry are playing on the
0: Sunday, their last game. Our last game's on Saturday. So as you say, there'll be a bit of, potentially a bit of waiting, but we st- still in our hands so the job can be done by Saturday night and it's all I guess really a bit disappointing talking about getting 8th place but it's the way it is just now yeah, it is. do you think we'll have 8th
1: um, place merchandise for sale <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past them to be honest although speaking about that I will say that I thought the jerseys for the, for the weekend's game were really Really class looking. Lovely.
0: And it was good that um, 100%, I think, of all the, the money made in the auction went to Beatson, which is good because um, they could easily have taken a portion of that. But that was good. I think we should look to have a jersey like that next year.
2: Yeah.
0: Maybe the third jersey.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or even the away one, to be honest. I, think that like, I, that I, like, I like the black jerseys, so I think maybe... A purple jersey, a black jersey, and then it's a mystery jersey. Yeah, well, maybe you could um, maybe you could have it
0: go down to you know they do the warm up jersey competition.
2: Yeah,
0: why not have a, a home <coughs> or a third jersey designed by fans? Yeah, that's a good
2: idea.
0: Yeah, um, so hopefully somebody's listening. Get that, get that done. <laughs> get it sent. Um, but no, that that was good. And I think obviously look good, feel good, play good in those, jer- <laughs> in those jerseys, unbeaten in yellow. So maybe that's something to look at next year. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's Nottingham on Friday for Clan, um, And that's always one I think we've struggled, struggled playing Nottingham at home. Seldom do I remember beating them. Uh, Probably the best result against them was that the playoffs in two thousand and thirteen, fourteen, when we put eight past them yeah. at
1: home. Um, that was the only way we were going to get to the playoffs any year was to score score eight in one game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Edinburgh would be uh, <laughs> would be
0: proud of eight goals either way in a game. Um, but no so I think I don't know if we're in, going into prediction
2: mode
0: right. I think uh, that might be the one where we potentially don't get anything although with what's on the line uh, I would probably take one
2: mm-hmm.
0: from that but
1: do you think you think we'll get two? I um. I think we have to get to it because I think if we don't then if we lose Coventry will have that as a extra initiative to go and to go and beat Manchester on Saturday and um, and given that they've not really got anything to play for on it because they're they're finishing second regardless I think so um it's a difficult one I think Um by the looks of it from now it looks as if it's going to be a sellout on Friday so if that's the case then uh, I'm sure the crowd will be right behind the team but this sellout, I feel one but it has to be two points for me well it, it has to be <laughs>
0: it has to be I don't know I don't know if it will but I'm always given a negative prediction so that it makes you well, sure look good when you get them right <laughs> but uh, we'll probably know I think um if we get something from that, I think we'll we'll do it. Um, but I'd worry with a defeat there that even although we're still kind of relying in on Coventry results, I think you need something from that to go into the the Gilford game with a bit of confidence. Although knowing that with two games left, it's it's in your hands. They can absolutely, absolutely do it. Yeah. I'm
1: gonna take. I'm going to take bread for the Friday night. I think Saturday's the one. I just think with the the travel down to Guildford is just. Maybe we'll travel down on Thursday night. Go down early. Thursday night.
2: Yeah.
0: Thursday okay. night. No, that's fine. It'll be ready for. <laughs> it'll be ready for Guildford. Right. Uh, or send a few players. they not going to get as much of a game down
1: No. you what they could do is they could just call up some of the soul, guys and just have. You'd have to knock uh, it. Nesders. Nesders, that's your
0: forwards. Duncan Spears. He's with Edinburgh, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. I thought he was that Dizzyfish uh, installer with Barry McKenzie. Yeah, I
1: think he's
0: the same thing. Right. Um, Josh Graves and Oxley. All playing on Friday night? Statue playing
1: with three. Just the rest of the men. You're playing with three there, and then, I don't know, I suppose you could just keep Russell here. So that's your three, so we're possibly <laughs> on a five or three. <laughs> that <laughs> might give us a good months. chance. Yeah. yeah. We might do better than Edinburgh, but. Just uh, a good sense. Schofield, out as well, is. One rip, one up. Yeah. yeah. So there you
0: are, on the other Yeah, so it's, it's Guildford away. That is a dangerous one. The only potential. Well, one of the potentially good things is that Guildford have kind of dropped off a wee bit, mm. um, although playing them at home, I think's as dangerous as you could get. If you're choosing two fixtures to be in your own hands, I don't think those are the two teams that you'd pick. Put it
1: that way. No, no definitely not. Ideally, you would want last year, last weekend's fixtures. Yeah, weekend's a big six o'clock start as well. Yeah. So even
0: so, you'd even get Coventry there, going into their game, knowing our result probably at the start of the third period, <laughs> for them. Yeah. So. That's strange. It's another thing. Uh, movie Guildford's like an early night type arena, the Spectrum. Hmm. Um. No, I, I could see us winning Guildford, but not getting anything on Friday. Okay. Um. And then, then it's it's down to what what Coventry do, but I feel that Manchester will do us a favour there.
1: Very uh, funny, a bit. That's obviously in the back of his mind. You <laughs> think he'll just send out? <laughs> yeah, just send. Young the, guys, just do it. Now the spot prize we've got at the clan, but instead, instead of Krispy Kreme donuts, it's uh, get the chance to play in defense. Yeah. It'll so, be like it'll be the
0: standard of people that you see doing the uh, what's that? Uh, the Maximilian Maximai. Yeah. Maximum that would the standard of the Manchester defence against Coventry Finerty just doing Absolutely. everything <laughs> everything to hamper.
1: If the team were down at Guilford, we could just put that in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A kind of cardboard cut out of Kyle Jones. Is it still Kyle Jones?
1: Um, or is it
0: Gary Russell? We've picked I'd somebody that probably gone. won't leave. Yeah. Mahe would, no. no. I don't know. I
1: can't remember. It's probably
0: right now. Won't it? How many how many goals do you think a team would score? If it was just to maximize your prize wall in goals? Surely it wouldn't score at all. Although there are gaps yeah, at the top, but they're not.
1: Well, yeah, but <laughs> you need to be I think the puck we need to be coming in at, at the same angle. Yeah, we need to drop dropping.
0: Over the top, maybe. yeah. Moving, yeah. Uh, so yeah. instead of
1: an eye, we've got at least a uh, cardboard that wouldn't, a wooden wall. At least the pegs will stay in place, <laughs> potentially. Yeah, they will, yeah. The other thing is that if, if, if we get caught, if find, <laughs> yeah, if we get caught on the break, um,
0: or well, if somebody's got a chance to sort of slide it away, so I pull it away from the goals, are you allowed to do that or do they have to keep it?
2: Mm. Nah, no, I don't
0: know. I'm not sure. Uh, wouldn't be able to pull the goalie. <laughs> That'd be an issue. No, they'd <laughs> have to attach a wee rope to it, I slide it along. John trying to pull a big rope. Seven the, minutes to go. One of the off face stewards just I'm lifting it. Yeah, oh. that guy, that kind of older guy, that just does <laughs> just does circles when he skates. <laughs> um, nah, so that's total nonsense, basically. Uh, I hope Tripp takes full strength team down there and doesn't rely on a, a wooden cutout. But but um, Coventry themselves going to Manchester I think professionalism they'll kick in and Finnerty's still got a wee bit of Bray head in him he's not going to let Coventry especially against Danny Stewart
2: mm, yeah. he
0: hates Fife Finnerty hates Fife <laughs> any connection they can find to Fife and he's got one right there Yeah. so for me that's true Manchester are going to win that. And then you've got Coventry at home to Guilford on Sunday. Again, I think that depends on how they've gone previously. But if you take that out the equation, I think they're going to win that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for us, it's assuming Coventry are going to get. You have to assume they're going to get four, obviously. But I think they will definitely get two at home to Guildford. Uh, okay. But obviously, we'll be able to have a chat with the Guildford players at the end of our game know how it's gone. Yeah. They'll go to Coventry on the Sunday, we're like, ah, right, boys. Hey, boys. Keep us in it, eh?
1: Yeah, right.
0: No, um you've got Mike Will as well. Professional right. clan pride in him.
1: Yeah, Maybe they'll play right, Mike Will. Yeah.
0: They'll play Mike Will and he'll ben step James up. Step up there.
1: He's the winner.
0: Yeah. Uh pulls off his top, skates round, pulls off his top to reveal a clan jersey. <laughs> yeah who knows punching his chest right. now we could actually see what I was doing there <laughs> but obviously there's no, there's no video Maybe we can introduce a video section yeah um, yeah so all in all are we going to get 8th I'm going to say <laughs> I don't know I'm going to say I'm going to say I, don't I actually don't know I'm not going to say anything we just put in a, a period of one minute silence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we might, but I don't think we'll get it by getting points from both games.
1: I, I was gonna yeah. I don't think. So I don't either, think either be, ourselves or Coventry are going to get maximum points this weekend. So it depends on yeah. whether we can have a variation. I'm going
0: to be confident
1: to say we'll get in, but we won't get
0: in with four. We may not even get in with three. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's fair, uh, fair for the, the right to be pumped by Cardiff but, um, yeah. we'll see how that one ends up anyway just go through the other meaningless fixtures I suppose the weekend uh, in fact saying that you've got a big one Edinburgh going to Sheffield
1: home
0: one. yeah I'll go away one there uh, <laughs> one, I'll go leave home with Sheffield one I'll leave with Sheffield one <laughs> <here. laughs> Melton yeah. Milton at home to five. Away right. win, yeah. Dundee are absolutely gonna to lose to Nottingham. <laughs> Cause they're out. Yeah. Out it. yeah. Gen- there's absolutely nothing there. Not a thing. No. A way win. I know. A shame. Yeah, will no, win. Right, right. As much as I like Pasha, I will win. Uh, Cardiff Belfast. Penultimate game for both those teams. Although well chat chance for Cardiff to get revenge for the Challenge Cup, home win. Yeah, I'll open win as well. Dundee then going to Belfast in the last game, absolutely away win. <laughs> nah, has to be a home win. Right, okay. Uh, Manchester playing Sheffield, home win for me, given that Finnerty probably still hates Sheffield well Mm -hmm. he doesn't hate Sheffield but yeah Mm -hmm. given that he's he's been there in the past I think he always has got something that motivation to play Sheffield although it's hard to to say because some of this will be totally meaningless some of it might you might be talking about the difference between playing team X and playing team Y Mm -hmm.
2: in
0: the playoff because you'll know you'll know what you're what you've got to do there at uh, that point in Sunday, I think, um, home win. I'm going to take Sheffield for that
1: one. Uh, I think Sheffield will be looking to pick up form to one of the playoffs. and I think we will just edge Manchester on that one.
0: Cardiff, Milton. Home win. Yeah, I okay. agree. And uh, Nottingham. <laughs> just, anytime I see Edmund, I just think. How many goals are they going to concede? Do you know what? They've got got previous against Nottingham. You're going to say home win,
1: aren't you? I'm going to say home win. Nah,
2: Nah,
1: Because, um, obviously 12-1 is an absolute slaughter.
0: This is the last regular season prediction. Yeah.
1: So anything And you're
0: pulling out a a home win there? I'm
2: pulling
0: (laughs) out a home win. win. Yeah. Right. I'm going to say a way win. Shoot out. Home win. (laughs) Away win. Mike Cazola with
1: a the winning. Win penalty five away win by five. Right, okay. Edinburgh, Edinburgh minus. No. <laughs> <laughs> we should yeah.
0: We should start doing uh, coupons for this. We should, we should start picking up. I should do it. You know? We start looking up best odds. Your best predictor bet. chance of, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Predictor better on board. So why are you not doing it? Predictor bet better better. That's this fucking podcast. It should be I predict. a bet. And then right. predict-a-bet.
2: Right.
0: Sounds better than predictor bet. Because mm-hmm. then you've got, what are you doing? Are you predicting or are you betting? You, you predict or bet. Be? Predict
1: or bet. Right, okay. Don't know. Anyway,
0: I'm at it for another time again. Yep, so at the end of all that, you've basically got nothing confirmed there. At all, nothing. What we've done is, We've tried to clarify it by making it worse, making it worse, yeah. You've climbed in the playoffs by some weird way. Uh, it'll go back to it, will be count back on some result from January where we didn't, we'll be deducted a point for not having goal line technology. Marco, we've been We to yeah, out. I didn't even touch on that. Yeah, we didn't. I guess we should just quickly. There was a, another classic goalie meltdown. Um Mika Weekman was unhappy, I think, with one of the clan goals saying that the nets were off. Didn't look off to me, I to so. And there was no no goal line technology. Mm. Although it did look from the highlights like they went and took a look at stuff, but maybe that was just a discussion between the officials. Yeah, it could be. Um and then he posted to social media some sort of uh, message that actually might be worth me trying to read out. It was um yikes catoy nah <laughs> I'm not going to try It didn't really translate and that's what do you make of uh, people posting on social media a message that is intentionally not meant to be interpreted correctly um, I think you see quite a lot
2: even people
1: using English I find it difficult to decipher
2: what
1: I try to say sometimes but uh, I mean it's I don't know it's obviously it's
0: a platform where you can just say what you want. So, um, fair play. I think people did try to to translate. <laughs> yeah, the main hashtag at the end was robbery, which is probably right. Right. That, I'd say that's. Right. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, not, yeah. Not in terms of. Robbery, so. Yeah, um, but not. So you had you had his brother chirping in and getting some uh, getting some abuse from Clan fans. uh Marky Mark he potentially Looked up this guy's stats So Nika Weekman's brother Was Getting Stuck into Clan fans for the most, Giving him a hard
1: time really Most anonymous And Not giving a shit about Team <laughs> This year That's how he described clan Not giving a shit about team Also One hyphenated. Yeah It's Bluff Yeah And he's going to be listening to
0: this so Obviously. I've looked at his stats They're shite
1: They're
0: shite He's basically played for your local pub team, so obviously I've got the experience to be able to say what really happened.
1: Exactly. I mean, we've we've played a lot of NHL, so...
0: Yeah, if you look at my CV, it's got uh, a lot of NHL, especially at 18. I didn't play so much, 17 or 16. Yeah, I'm playing a lot more this year. Yeah. Um, my power play's pretty good as well, so... <laughs> and my save percentage. So this guy can basically
1: shove it up his arse. Um. Uh, That's him, disappeared into obscurity again. Yeah, account deleted. Um
2: <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> moving on, um, we've got some... Well, I did actually do a poll, sorry, I'll just quickly do this, but...
0: Yeah, we had uh,
1: our usual weekly poll, and, uh, kind of, two of the guys
0: who we'd, I guess, criticised and, and, uh, and asked potentially to do more I say asked I didn't ask them <laughs> excuse me excuse just me. said stuff
1: uh, uh, I think it was to though because the, the performances really went up to scratch yeah. but recently they have been and that's why both Brace and Peacock are in the poll and Peacock was the winner with 48% of the votes uh, and it was a big goal yeah it was a big goal uh,
0: and as we'd said before he should be he should be up there for points, in my opinion. Yeah, he should be. um meant to be one of the top one of the top Brits, you would argue, so sure. yeah. And uh, it was great for him to stick that away with Pete Russell watching, but uh, no, it, it's good to see him finally. Brace definitely has picked up recently. Scoring he scored a couple, I think, in Edinburgh. And uh six points we'll got Yeah. He's uh along with Peacock two guys that needed to pick up and, and I think they did um, another hockey thing they're talking about Pete Russell was ex-clan head faker Mike Hammond has <laughs> <laughs> been selected for GB team and obviously starting to see some overseas players filtering in you had um, Brooks last year and Liam Stewart and guys like that but now just is it Do you qualify after playing in the league for two years? Is that how it works? I'm not too sure how it works, Um, so I don't know whether. Dallas Earhart as well from Manchester, who's the other new second season. Yes. Yeah, I think
1: so. Yeah, Yeah, it is.
0: Um, So both those those guys are are in the GB team at the expense of the likes of Craig Peacock. So that's
1: definitely a strange one. obviously Ben Davies missing out on uh, call-ups previously when he was with with the clan so it's strange again to have somebody like Peacock who's recently come back to form uh, missing out on a a place in the squad but
2: um,
1: it's just the way it is unfortunately How do
0: you think uh, Mike Hammond will get on in the team? I think he's a a great addition. Yeah, you wouldn't so, complain about it. Um, You wouldn't complain about it. Um Ben Davis finally getting in, but then again, this is this twenty-eight man team that is always cut down, so you know that uh, if Matt Haywood had made it in there, he'd be cut. Yes. Even if he scored fifty goals on the year. <laughs> you know that Sully's probably gonna get cut.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. as solid as, as he can be uh, I think so although I haven't said that I think this is probably this is probably his worst year for a clan, arguably and
0: he's in there yeah
1: because
0: um, you've got you know that uh, he's probably would you really have Earhart in the twenty if you're not going to pick him probably not yeah I think he would I think he would do it Steve Lee's going to be in there yeah. Evan Mosey's probably going to be in because he's can play both positions, Ben O'Connor's Stick On, Mark Richardson, Stick On, and then is that? David Phillips, probably. probably. So he, Swindlehurst, potentially not. Sully, probably not. I think he's called, Is he's more commonly known as Jez London, according to the Guilford highlights. <laughs> uh, so, yet to be seen if, if Jeremy London will make it into the, the last 23. Uh only five are going there. But no, so I think you wouldn't bring Ham and Donerhart in if you didn't intend to take them, I don't think. Yeah,
2: agreed.
0: I um, think so we should go. It'll be your usual guys that are cut. And then obviously Perlini from Nottingham, who mm. qualifies, I think, probably through his... I'm sure his dad played for GB or his has got
2: mm.
0: nationality, however it goes. Okay. But... Uh, and Kieran Long who's done really well for Manchester he might make his way in it's quite a strong team Yeah, yes. Liam Kirk as well mm-hmm. uh, but yeah we'll see how that goes um, yeah. I think probably usual story for clan players there Used to be um, on to the football, football stuff there's a, a couple of games coming up that are a bit mad and we'll probably talk about them yes. Uh, but last weekend, we had, I'm sure, did we not predict that Come On are going to beat Rangers? Is that another um, classic? That did we was, not? No, nah, we said that we got to draw. nonsense then. We both said draw. Uh, yeah, we had had a, a full round of fixtures, and unfortunately for Kevin, Patrick Thistle got pumped.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: not a good day for Thistle. I think we had, uh, we were wearing our, wearing our waist strap as well, which I thought was a bit. Strange, considering it's black and Hearts playing us a dark maroon kit as well.
0: So it's like FIFA where you used to not see (laughs) what colour the other guy was wearing.
2: Yeah,
0: and the algorithm went wrong. He ended up with a clash. He didn't want to quit because you'd lose. You'd lose three nil. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) did (laughs) did what's happened there is both teams have turned up the same top. Party Thistle have quit, and Hearts have come out with the three nil win. It wasn't actually it's a game played. Real Avino, take it
1: off. Yeah, natural order. Natural order, stores. Still, uh, still there. That's Getting nothing. Having uh, a football.
0: <laughs> Aberdeen, sorry, Kev. <Feb>. Aberdeen <laughs> snuck past Dundee, and Kilmarnock. hammered Rangers one 0 Yeah. Um, Chris Boyd again. Boyd, I know. What's Boyd? He didn't do his usual running round
2: mm.
0: implying that he's heavier than most other players celebration. I think that was a, a mark of a mark of respect for his former his former wage payers.
1: Former EBT employers. Yeah. Um
0: and Ross County two each with Hamilton. I think I said Hamilton would win that Yeah Ross County would win that. And that's why he <laughs> managed <two laughs> each uh, so a big one there, and uh, Sunday, Celtic didn't manage to, to sneak past a resolute Motherwell. Yeah. After, after seeing uh, Scott Brown, uh, Kipray wasn't sent off for a challenge on Scott Brown. Yeah. What was that? I didn't really, I didn't actually see the incident. really,
1: I think. Uh, Brown Brown's touch takes the ball away from. Him so he's struggling to catch up. He slides in on Kipri, wins the ball. Kipri goes over uh, and sort of falls on top of Scott Brown. Brown kind of gets up, pushes him down, and then Kipri kind of lashes out with his, with his boot. I think by that point, Craig Thompson's turned around, so that's the only thing he's seen, so he sent him off. Um, again, it's you could probably argue that it's not a red card, but... um. We're talking about the same kind of situation as last weekend, where Simonovich gets sent off for, for an elbow. Um, I guess it's just a violent conduct, a wee bit. So you, know, I don't know. He's kind of, I don't know if he's going in with the intention to hurt Scott Brown. I think that's what the definition of red card would be. So, um, but he definitely does. <laughs> uh, he definitely does hit him. So, but for me, it's just a bit handbag, really.
0: We did say that Patrick Roberts and Scott Sinclair were probably playing, they did.
1: So that's another prediction we've got right there. They did, they came on late on. So. Alright, okay.
2: Um,
1: they came off the bench, if we're, if we're talking about players who are coming off the bench, then absolutely. That's Patrick Roberts' first game for a while, isn't it? Yeah, he's been out for a, a good while. So. Um ideally I'd like to have seen them being given probably a bit more game time but it's just just the way it went I think um, think that LeBron Celtic don't play well I think there's certain players that seem to stand out more than others Um, I think like Cal McGregor and James Forrester kind of I don't know they definitely stand out a lot more than than other players if we're not playing that well and then obviously you've got Defense is just normally a shambles at the best of times. There's now no games for about a year because of
0: uh, international fixtures.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Just quickly looking at the table, only real interesting thing I guess is is at the bottom, and uh, Ross County with that point pull themselves to within three of Thistle, who will now be. Maybe getting a, a bit worried they're three behind Dundee in that playoff spot. Mm. Um, so it's looking at the moment like they're, they're favourites. I can't see Ross County really uh, getting up, but you never know. I if this are going to finish 12th. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Big questions you have to answer. That's it. Uh, I don't think they will. Nah. I, I just think look, like Ross County have been pretty poor over the piece, but having said that, this club have won won a game in forever. It seems like so. I think we'll certainly be worried, but um, I think we just need we just need Connor Simon to start getting pizzas again.
0: Yeah, that's what it that is. Pizza Express to the rescue.
2: Yeah.
1: So after
0: the after the year long, uh, or. During the year-long break, actually, we've got a number of quite important international ties, uh, and we've we've done your job for you, and we've picked up
1: picked out some of the some of the best. Some absolute corkers, there, I have to say, know, like, it's uh, um,
0: a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, we found we found two. Well, I hadn't personally heard. Of two of these teams, two of these places, Hmm. Um, and one of the main ones is happening Friday night. Friday night, where you've got Bolivia. We've got a tough fixture. (laughs) (laughs) Tough fixture. They travel to it. Must be Curacao. Curacao, yeah. Um, Now, if anybody's actually heard of that, then fair play. But I think judging by Curacao's recent form. Hmm. that's probably going to be a <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a tough one for Bolivia yeah, a tough time yeah um, what was the other
2: one is it,
0: the other one was uh, yeah it was Kenya which is a tough <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough place to go at the best of times um, if anybody's up at at midnight on a yeah, Friday night going into Saturday if
1: has been out on Friday then if anybody's in Nairobi yeah and uh, whatever, Friday night get get along to <laughs> get along to the Kenya and Comoros game. Yeah, get your tickets for
0: that. So Comoros is well. F- firstly, Curacao is a Dutch Caribbean island. Right. Couldn't have told you that. Uh, and they've I'm looking trying to look up the population. Uh, the population of Curacao is. Estimated in January last year 160,000 not bad so they're getting big games like Kenya arranged and we are stuck playing Costa Rica on a, a wet Friday night at Hamden. yeah <coughs> that's it uh, all the
1: all the glamour ties although you will say that Costa Rica won going the World Cups probably
2: are
0: they
1: in the World Cup? yeah <laughs> yeah they are <laughs> absolutely are yeah. total meltdown there. yeah Costa Rica so, e in the World Cup yes, uh, I'll find out next week when I get my sticker album that, that'll be a tough
0: warm up for them coming to Hampden under revitalised Scotland with Mr McLeish at the helm uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes these games are strange I think I've never really but saying that a game like yeah, uh, A travelling to Qatar could be quite
1: good You see why they play games like this? Yeah. I mean, obviously just, obviously testing out the, uh, more of the new stadiums for the Qatar World Cup, I would say.
2: um,
1: If you're up early, is that Friday? Is that Saturday? Saturday
0: Saturday morning. If you're up early, you can watch, (laughs) just, just via Cornflakes, just after the Crystal Maze. Uh, You can see Syria go to Qatar.
1: Um, Or if you're staying up.
0: if If you've been at the shed on Friday night,
1: <laughs> if you've been in the shed, or if you've if you've watched Kenya and Comoros and thought that was a fucking cracker, fancy another game? Yeah, you've, you've got you've got Mexico and Iceland, which is on at half two in the morning. If you are watching
0: Kenya and Comoros, though, you probably get another screen. You've got Croatia and, and Peru on your iPad at the side, <laughs> so you've got a, a run of four games there that is going to. Is going to stop you watching anything else, I would say. Mm.
1: Kosovo and Madagascar
0: that night as well, so. When's that, six o'clock? So if you're going out on Saturday night, oh,
2: yeah. then
0: you can have, have a couple of drinks, eh, uh, during the Kosovo, <laughs> during the Kosovo Madagascar game. Eh, uh, and not only that, you've got Togo playing as well at the same time, so. That buyer yeah. yeah. from Togo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know
2: if playing,
0: but, um. Is he retired. Or is he one of those guys that you think has retired but
1: still playing? Possibly. Not too sure. I thought I saw it. Wilson Raiders there, but don't like that. Don't many fans, do they? No fans. No
2: ground.
0: Interestingly, for, sure. for clan fans, there if you just scroll up slightly, um, you thought he'd retired. <laughs> Captain Fantastic is back. Um, three o'clock Saturday afternoon Uh, Matt Keith takes on (laughs) takes on Huntley Ian Um, Huntley Ian Huntley Huntley. he takes him on so obviously stopped playing last year but trained as a fireman uh, and he's he's got a few few games coming up so I think show your respect to a guy who's given so much to the clan Uh, get your tickets for that <laughs> Keith is playing. Keith play Huntley. Is just, that just scrolling down this? Not really. There's another another big tie just again slightly up from where you are. Uh, one of the Oscar nominations from this year. Uh, Welcome, Cumbernauld Colts. Or kind of Oscar nominations. Harry Styles, I'm sure, and Tom Hardy were played a big part in the uh, Selkirk, which is <laughs> a story about D-Day landings. They welcome Cumbernauld so so on this podcast you get you get the funny and the light-hearted side of, of football as well as as yeah. well as the serious stuff but just from from all leagues you do and if you look hard enough you find that clan players uh, do have a career after hockey mm. so there's something to be said for Cameroon uh, Cameron. I've got <laughs> <laughs> I bet this sounds great I bet I can picture people listening to this on their morning commute laughing as much as I'm laughing thinking Cameron are favourites when they go to Kuwait
1: 2 o'clock <laughs>
0: on Sunday um, no it's not it
1: is yeah 2 o'clock on Sunday
0: oh it is Sunday yep mm. Um you get anything on, on Monday
1: mm, no nah.
0: not really much
1: um, yeah curious how
0: oh for Tuesday night's Yes.
1: It's all back so back on they're playing Bolivia again, Curacao. Were they playing Bolivia the first time? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, double header. You've
0: got winner of probably most odd kick-off time there is Ukraine. Uh, go East to face Japan at twenty past one <laughs> on Tuesday because half one wasn't wasn't early enough, uh, and and they were, weren't ready at one, so we thought we'll just. Well do it twenty fast.
1: You have to you have to get, you know people are gonna be watching that here, so that's during folks' lunch break, so um you need to make sure you eat an early lunch on Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah. If you if you do have a late lunch
0: as well, if you're looking at <laughs> looking at any time between four and five, then why not tune into Estonia, going to Georgia?
2: Yeah.
0: Um and then later that night. It's it's pretty good. It's again, it's packed, um, packed with games. I'm looking for. I don't feel that absolute stunning games. You've got uh, games that you probably wouldn't normally watch. You've got things like Germany Brazil. I wouldn't normally choose to watch that. Spain yeah. Argentina. Again, not. not really much there. Good on. Nah. <laughs>
1: it's, it's kind of it's flashing well, whatever. Yeah, a
0: of, if a you've got if you've got the choice between Morocco and Uzbekistan, mm-hmm. uh, or Spain, Argentina, I think I think you're going to Africa for that one. For me personally, um, but again, people can make their own minds up. All we're doing is picking out the best best of a bad bunch.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, finally, just check that's next week. We'll, we'll talk about it. we'll talk about that stuff next week. You well, know. Yeah. These games we well, we'll happened in the, family, the time we record this next week. No. So that's fine. We'll see um, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll keep you up updated obviously yeah. with, uh, If anybody wants live scores uh, or a,
0: a live broadcast to the Curaçao games or Comoros then you're looking for a live
1: live commentary on those games then uh, you know what to do. Either. Um we we'll quite so a couple of quite good uh,
0: other stories as well going on at the moment. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: okay. You had I've a few things then and obviously we're not going to touch on all of them, but um, uh, probably, well locally they were talking about Beast from the East too coming. Yeah. Um, was that made by the same guys that did Beast
0: from the East? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not well, as good as the first one obviously. No.
2: Yeah.
0: Well the first one was I think the second one they tried to do too much. Yeah. Plot-wise,
1: they tried to fit too much in. Yeah, I think so. Um, when I heard that it was coming, I thought, thank fuck, I've got four loaves in the freezer already.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: From the first time, so. And milk. And milk. We've
0: heard quite a few stories of uh, people not being able to secure milk for a few weeks after. Mm. Um, I personally wasn't really affected. I normally stock up still cut my milk years in advance.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't know anyone who doesn't, so that came as a bit of a shock. Um, so we go, mm-hmm. oh, did you see the, the thing with the, the YouTube stunt fail that happened last year? Uh, it was a young couple, American, obviously, uh, decided that <clears throat> it would be a good idea to record um, the woman firing a gun at a, a large book that the guy held against his chest. And uh, needless to say that, needless to say that he died um, as a result of this. Um, So they thought that the bullet was going to be stopped by a book. Yeah. Uh, uh. What was (laughs) it? Magazine or something? I don't know. Um, New York Today or something. Whatever equivalent is. You needed War and Peace to stop a bullet. War and Peace. War and Peace. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Pretty good player. a pretty good talking player. sturdy yeah <laughs> doesn't really get involved with too much <laughs> uh, tends to break up fights rather than start them
1: yeah uh, it wants to get them but he will break them up yeah that's true yeah alright uh, so this came back in the news again because she pled guilty to second degree manslaughter uh, things people do for fame. Eh? she Absolutely. gets sentenced to 180 days uh, jail time
0: was the was the judge a big, a big,
1: fan of darts? A nah, big fan of guns. Big <laughs> yeah, fan of guns. Hundred eighty days. There you go. <laughs> uh, a ten-year suspended, sorry, ten-year supervised probation period, and uh, banned from owning firearms for <laughs> the last bit was just yeah, um, classic. Classic should apply to to all Americans.
0: Banned from it. Wouldn't surprise if he was banned from reading or something. Rather than banned from can, holding up books. You can keep your gun license, but
1: you, you got to stop that reading. Banned from uh, banned from reading books um, with less than five hundred pages in it. I don't actually know what book it was. Couldn't be sure. Is it worth? It's worth maybe
0: looking up at some point to see the video if it's clear enough to. Yeah, it could do. There's a a man in uh, in Milton who was caught with a Homer Simpson licence. I don't know if it was Matt Nickerson or not, but uh, a police officer stopped a man and uh, the driving licence was in the name and address of Homer Simpson. And uh, is
2: wrong?
0: his address is wrong there. But maybe if Milton were looking for somebody to show up the defence, then mm-hmm. Homer Simpson's your man. Certainly probably wouldn't punch fans on the way out.
1: No, probably not. Might ring their necks, but certainly not not full-on anyway. You also have the North Pole branch of
0: Blockbuster closing. Um, and I remember uh, video rental myself. Actually, I'd meant to talk about this before, just briefly, but it was quite a high when you used to go in and rent a video, uh, unless yeah. you were told that somebody already had it out. Yeah, you just was, ended up taking an empty <laughs> an empty case up to the desk. Yeah,
1: thinking why why
0: bother even fucking putting it back out, mate? Uh-huh. And we we actually had a special request from somebody who's been on this show before to to mention that there should be clamped a clamp down on people returning uh videos that BHS tapes that weren't rewound <laughs> yeah. to the shop. Yeah. Um, but you could always see that from the, the clear windows in the front of the VHS. So right, to right. me, there's no excuse to be at the shop. Yeah, the shop. Yeah, the shop will be able to rewind that for you yeah. if you don't have. If you don't have a VHS player, <laughs> yourself, the shop
1: will shop will do that for you. <laughs> um, we we'll they start seeing like, like you see, you see signs sometimes that say like convert VHS to DVD. Yeah. I wonder if they will start seeing the reversal of that. Actually. Going
0: That'd back, be great, to, yeah. back to the videos. <laughs> Convert your CDs to LPs.
1: Yeah, all the good stuff. Cassette tapes.
0: Maybe they'll start coming, yeah, they will. Start coming back into fashion. Just as good as some of the some of the stuff you get on telly now anyway. Yeah. Netflix are going to be out of business because
1: global video are coming back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other one I'd seen is, again, it's on the mirror, so it's Uh, under the title Conspiracy Theories so you know it's good Uh, Blind Mystic Baba Vanga predicted that Vladimir Putin would take over the world Uh, she'd also predicted a number of uh, natural disasters and stuff Um, for example the Boxing Day tsunami that happened Uh, along with the fact that she claimed she Foresaw the nine eleven terror attacks, um, Brexit, and the rise of ISIS. Um, what are your thoughts on?
0: Well, first of all, uh, it says that she left our predictions all the way up to the fifty first century. <laughs> now, if you are predicting stuff all the way up to the fifty first century, how do you get time to do anything else? Uh, that's true. Yeah. What happens? It's on a the, really specific
1: prediction. What happens on the? the thirtieth of, uh, of February and uh, 3048, because by then there will be a thirtieth of February. Well, you've. That's it. That's yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> that's that's me. Literally, just I've predicted that.
0: What I can see, she looks like um, the the what's the name from Star? Have they seen the the new Force Star Avengers. Wars films? Yeah, Force Awakens. Uh, Maz. Sounds like Maz. The a lot like Maz. Um mm. same skin tone. And maybe maybe she'd she'd somehow got out of the Star Wars films and started predicting things. Or they've they've put um Mrs. uh Mrs. Vanga into the Star Wars films. The Vanga Boys. Yeah. Good
1: <laughs> some good songs, the Vanga Boys. <laughs> yeah, It's predicted that they would be they'd be big in the nineties. As well, I think
0: there's there's been always that like theme of kind of futuristic travel. Was the guy who did time travel he a mirror story as well? Yeah. All,
2: you know, I wonder
0: if he knew, Baba Vanga. at
2: mm-hmm.
0: at
1: all. Um, I don't know why they think that she's. Uh, <clears throat> she seems to be the the mystic. So why not? Why not give her a job in the newspaper? Just to write the stories before they happen.
2: Yeah.
1: That
0: sounds like a a film is released with that title every year. Yeah. Something predicted before it happens. Yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much
1: what I think Yeah,
0: we've rinsed rinsed them in our dry for for uh stories like that. Um But is that, is that, yeah, that there, there is potentially one more. Um a hawk was caught. That's not even a.
1: Why is that a thing?
0: An animal was caught eating another animal in the food chain. That's made it onto the mirror as a, a video titled "Hawk Be Pigeon."
2: Yeah, uh, narrated by David
0: Attenborough and There it is. Yeah, we're just watching it live now. Uh, Hawk's sitting there on top of what looks like a phone booth or a a bus stop. It's like a phone fire oh, yes. Pigeons pigeons are getting absolutely mauled. Getting Somebody's filming this though. Nah, right, we <laughs> nah, we can't yeah, yeah. We can't we can't live commentate on videos that we don't have a, a reliable source. Um it just shows you what gets into the news these days.
1: Exactly.
0: Um well I think other than a uh, two year old seeing something spooky and mysteries of lost socks fin- finally being solved. <laughs> um we've pretty much covered everything that we want to this, this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's us. I think we've we've reached the
0: bottom of the barrel, I think. Yeah. So uh if if this part is is still in after the edit then then I hope you've enjoyed it. But next week we'll have a, a special well, whenever it is, at some point we'll have a special playoff prediction, playoff preview show, uh where you hear the same stuff, accurate predictions mm-hmm. and kind of cutting edge insight into <laughs> What's going to happen in the elite league playoffs, as well as world. looking ahead to um, the the international, or looking looking back on what happened in those big international games,
2: and, yeah,
0: uh, and seeing where that leaves world politics. But I think uh, from episode ten, that's that's pretty much us saying a uh, good night, to you folks.